Hi, Stefan. Yes, Vikram, you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Our signal is going to be good or not? Yeah, this today I had some uh, other meetings, video calls, and uh, they were very bad. Yeah. But uh, maybe the universe will help us now because it's about, <laughs> uh, a nice subject. <laughs> <laughs> but what is the other kind of work that you were doing? What kind of meetings were those? Sorry? What were the other meetings about? Some no, serious this stuff? Is, uh, no, this is uh, about helping people. Uh, for example, I have other friends uh, from abroad, not living in Burundi, who want to support, for example, uh, traditional artists and uh, traditional uh, art workers. So yeah. to, to help them to start like associations and things like that. Yeah, that's very good. But, yeah. but these, but these are—I mean, Burundi has in terms of all these handicrafts and all. There has something like that. What kind of artists? Yes, exactly. You you can compare it to other countries like Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda. Um, there is so many talents, and uh, these talents, in a way, and traditions, they they get lost because okay. they are not recorded. Absolutely. And uh, the goal of, for example, some people that I know is to really see that these traditions, that they are protected and uh, they can, uh, they continue to be given from uh, or transferred uh, from one generation to another. Well, because, for example, much is imported from China and more and more people are buying cheap Chinese goods. And, uh, of course, this is hurting the traditional um yeah, handcraft industry. Yep. That, no, this is actually a problem everywhere. I, India also, I see the same issue. That the, the okay, I think people have to value the handicrafts. I think that aspect of the fact that how much goes behind it, I think that is lost. I mean, I, I know that the, my, my wife is a potter. All you see these things at the back behind me? What She's made those. Yes. But when I see ah, that... It, uh, is it ceramics? Yeah, yeah. So it's... Baked, huh? Yeah, and you know how much oh, work very goes. Interesting to know. No, and the kind of hard work that goes behind the whole process is amazing. I mean, first you make it, then you dry it, then you bisque it in the kill, then you take it out, you glaze it, then again, again goes to the kill, and these kill things firings are like 12, 14 hours, and at the end of the day, you come out with something, and people compare it with factory-made things. Oh, we can get these mold-made things and all that. So it's frustrating. I can see it in front of me. It's frustrating for a person who's uh, yes. who works with their and, hand. Uh, it, it is on the other way. I did a post on my wall uh, of Facebook uh, last week. We had uh, on Saturday evening. We had some. Uh, we invited some people over. So I'm living in the rural of uh, the rural area of Bujumbura, which is now the economical capital, but before it was also the capital. The last year or two years ago, they changed the capital uh, to Bitega. Uh, but anyway, so I'm living in the rural area and I'm much more in touch with uh, local people and uh, not like an expat who is living in the system of the expats. So I'm much more connected with the local people and I meet a lot of people even here in the rural area who are considered as poor. Okay, financially, they can be considered as poor by other people. 
but they are rich uh, in their minds and in also the things they can do, they are able to do, like for example, ceramics. But now we had a tailor over, so my uh, wife needed a tablecloth. And um, I don't know what is happening to the screen now. Oh, no, ah, I, put yeah, this. Right. I see your handicrafts. Yeah. I'm just seeing Burundi yeah. handicrafts. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly, these are handicrafts. We also have them here. Yeah, no, this is Burundi house. only. This is Burundi. Yeah, this is Burundi. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I see it. Uh, yeah. These handicrafts that you see on top, the baskets, they are used uh, to go to weddings. They put them on, they place them on their heads uh, mm -hmm. to transport the gifts. Very nice. Yeah. So That's they the... are they, yeah. they are really made by the local people. Nice stuff. So besides, and they, and... this is what is this? These are ceramics, is it? What these. No, this is no. Uh, made by yeah grass uh, and uh, this is really the grass they take and they make those baskets of it. Bujumbura, the capital. Okay, so largely it is this kind of work only. Yes. Baskets. Only. So uh, now what you see is you see there is a part ceramics and the rest is woven grass, but of mm -hmm. course what you also have is like local tailors. Okay, they don't produce uh, fabrics. They, all fabrics are imported, but uh, working with fabrics to make costumes and like Saturday a tablecloth, it's measure made by local people. Mm -hmm. And this is what, for example, we don't know in the West anymore, like personalization of things yeah. uh, costs a lot of money. So yeah. when you go to a tailor in Belgium or London or uh, Italy, it will it it will be very expensive and it's worth it, of course. But also here in Burundi, the tailor comes to your home. So nice. And this is the beautiful yeah. part of it, and it's about the relation between you and the tailor, relationship between the tailor and the fabric. That's a, it's a very personal relationship. I mean, the kind of. I mean, you, it's a very different way of looking at things. I think either, either are we going to go back to it or not? I don't know. I, or are we now just got used to the fact that, okay, I can pick this up, use it, throw it, that kind of culture that has developed. So the fact that I want to make something which is made for me and will stay with me for a very long time, I think that maybe that aspect has changed. It is true, but this is uh, uh, this moment in uh, evolution of uh, humanity uh, we went uh, to a phase of industrialization with uh, production mostly in China, but uh, it will transform again. In, we will go from industrialization again by technology to personalization. Yeah. The, so it means that the product or money, for example, we were a lot focused on money. The focus will go again. We will correct ourselves again. The focus will go again to humanity. And humanity, not uh, of people, but the focus will be on the relationships between people and the values of each person, the values of communities. So uh, everything is always in constant change, transformation, and uh, there is always a correction. When, you, when you're out of balance, for example, through industrialization, for example, the world is out of balance by producing only mainly in China. So that means you have a lot of transport that is exaggerated. It's useless to let one country 
produce everything. So we will go to the future to regional production again. And regional production uh, means also uh, the local people will get more involved in the whole aspect uh, of uh, products, consumer products, whatever products. So uh, everything will come to balance again. Now we are out of balance in many ways as uh, human beings and as humanity. No, but I really thought this whole thing, lockdown and this pandemic and everything, you had this feeling that suddenly things would change and that whole side, the mindset is changing towards that. But when I saw the moment lockdown or lockdown opened, it went back to normal. <laughs> Nothing. All that, <laughs> all those WhatsApp messages, night spiritual messages going all around. I said, really, things are happening. But look, my gauge is on the, you know, I don't know whether you know how the Delhi roads are in terms of traffic, the way we drive is crazy. So I yes. thought now when we go back, everyone will be very nice to each other. We will drive in our lanes. <laughs> Nothing. First day. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> yes, but that's, that is your mind expecting. Eh? You, you, you are not in control. You, you can be in control. Your mind can be in control of what you expect. So in that way, you should adapt your expectations because the other people, it's not under your control. And uh, they go back, of course, to normal behavior because that's the, that, that is the norm. And to change behavior, that takes a lot of time. How will it you takes, do that, Stefan? Uh, you have to do that. You have to tell us how it's going to happen. Mm. Um, you read, I read um, the last years when I started as a lawyer. So it was my uh, dream as a young person to become a lawyer and uh, to make career. And I was also known for that. Uh, I was respected for that. Like this guy is a correct guy, is a good lawyer. And uh, he will reach the top, uh, the top, maybe he will even become a minister one day. And uh, that was the expectations of others. While my own values, they were different. My personal values, uh, I wanted to become a carpenter. I wanted to create things. Wow. But okay, circumstances made that I made choices. And I, uh, yes, and I became a lawyer. And I was... Uh, in court for 27 years, doing different kinds of cases, civil cases, still also criminal cases. But my frustration, because a frustration starts when you are living a person that you are not. Yeah. You have to, uh, in life, it is much more important to discover and understand who you are. You don't have to go in search because I also did that as everybody. Who am I? When I asked the question, who am I? I was in search of who I am. But the beauty of life is that you just are. Yep. And when you just accept who you are by your values, by your passions, by your goals in life, it becomes much easier. And the beauty of it is that when you un understand who you are and you accept just who you are, you bring this to other people too. You, you accept yourself how you are and you understand who you are and you understand and accept other people. And that is, of course, love. That is, love is what, what binds us all. 
That is the essence of life. But I mean, the thing is that our minds interrupt this positive energy. But that, I mean, is, that is what I discovered. No, Mr. Van, living in Europe, no, you have to, of course, tell us a little bit about the background. Which, where, were you, where did you grow up? Uh, so uh, you, the question is, where was I born? Yeah, born and grew up. A little bit, on, just a little bit, just an idea, so that we know where yes, this exactly. is happening. Hmm. So I want to situate that because uh, I was born on the planet Earth. <laughs> no, yes. I'm <laughs> Luckily, maybe. Otherwise, I would be living here. So, no, no. Why I make this joke is that when in a conference, on international conferences, when I speak about peace and about consciousness and higher consciousness, and then they ask me, "Where are you from?" and uh, and I and I ask them, "What is it exactly? What do you want to know?" Because your mind, if I tell you where I'm born. Your mind is already thinking, ah, this person is from that country, this person is like that. While in a way you are not listening. Mm -hmm. You're already categorizing me while you ask me the question. Yeah. <laughs> but that's mm -hmm. how we are. So, but anyway, to answer your no, question. No, 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 you're, you're, maybe you should not. Maybe you should not. It's a good point. <laughs> Very good point. Let people yeah. guess. No, I, look, I think the problem is that your LinkedIn profile is going to be available. So obviously, yes, when you look yes. at the situation, then you know where you were, where at least you did your education, yes. all that is available. You're a public, it's all public these days, Stefan, you can't yes. hide certain things. <laughs> yes, but uh, to explain also when, when I am a lot busy with the mind, what comes from the human mind and what is not from the mind. For me, the human mind is just a part of life. While we as human beings, considering us superior to, to any other human be, uh, living being, we don't understand anymore that a lot comes from our mind while we should be humble and give it a place again in life, to respect life more, to be more humble to life, to nature, to love. And our mind categorizes. So when I'm born now, when I, or when an elephant is born, I always say, and I make the joke, and here locally I say, you think uh, this elephant is busy, I'm Burundian, or I'm Kenyan, or an elephant, does he think I'm <laughs> Indian? I'm an Indian elephant. So I explain to them, when, when an elephant crosses the border between Tanzania and Burundi, this elephant is not thinking, I'm crossing the border now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And this he's is exactly just, what we have to do. He's this just is... walking. He's just walking. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and he's just living. And he's also not busy by time, by so many aspects we invented yep. to do good. The problem is that what we invented and what we created is leading us to me, we are not in control enough anymore of what we created. What we created is leading us now. Like, for example, for me, I see a lot of financial markets. They, they are controlling our lives. 
while and and that's also why there is poverty poverty for example one of the definitions there are so many definitions of poverty but for example we consider a lot of person who has not much money as a poor person yeah mm-hmm. but this is a, a, a vision coming from somebody who has money absolutely a person who doesn't know money and who has no money but doesn't consider himself as a poor person absolutely yep he will yep. be considered as a poor person by the people who are used to work with money and of course that is the whole system now and that's all, and then that's relative that's absolutely relative yes. whom are you comparing with what is happening i am poor compared to someone else someone else yes. in that sense is poor in terms of the money aspect of it so that aspect of it will go on for life and yes we were... I, i wrote i wrote somewhere uh, as a joke when i was reac- reacting a lot to uh, how can i say development uh, and to aid uh, sector because i'm a lot confronted here in burundi with the humanitarian aid but sometimes it is too much uh, they patronize too much uh, they direct too much the people while myself i'm more a coach i'm not directive i uh, like to start from the richness of a person because there is no person in the world that is created without any value so we are not the creator or the creators that is outside of us so it is important to respect everything that is created everything not only human beings but every living thing because in a way there is harmony harmony peace love that is what is but then in terms of the larger you have to now go into the this whole larger thing being created which means some there is a creator what what that aspect of it because you've be obviously read about various i mean indian whatever in terms of indian culture yes, you know a lot yes. here and i'm sure african But, and everything so honest, give us a little bit on that okay so to be honest i am not busy with the creator i'm also not busy with religion i'm also not busy with a god but i believe in the harmony of things in uh, and this is much more important the the way things just are because our mind is always busy with how things were and how we want things to be <laughs> we are very complicated creatures <laughs> while the beauty lies in just what is but you tell me this different but did you read about that the gita we have something called the gita sar which is like the kind of the essence of the gita so one of those things it has about i think about seven eight points one of them is don't regret your past don't worry about your future it is the present which is which is exactly what you're saying yes and uh, i i didn't know about that word or uh, that philosophy um i'll send that to you i'll send that to you so yeah, yeah. but for example i believe in uh, do you know raja yoga raja mm-hmm. yoga concerns prana, prayanama so the prana so the universal energy that you connect to uh so um through your breath 
So do, breathe do in, breathe yeah, out. Uh, with, and in, in the end, that's the essence. So because uh, if we can't breathe, we are dead. Yeah. So, and uh, the, the, this was the thing about Corona is that Corona concerns a lot your breathing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot about energy uh, and yoga, the essence of yoga, we all think in the West that it's all about the movements, of course, it's part of yoga, but it's not the essence of yoga. The essence of yoga is about the breathing and the universal connection. Not, you not uh, just all the pauses that we like to do with our minds, because there is again our minds making us do things that we think again, that we consider as important while uh, consciousness is much more than intelligence and I speak and much more important. And that, that is one of the messages that I have. One of the core messages is that peace is always there. When, when there is no peace, non-peace comes from the human mind because things, they are as they are. So non-peace is from the human mind. So it is very important to, to understand and see your own mind and see other people's minds. But there is so much more than intelligence. Intelligence is just a part of our, of our life. But we overestimated it. We, we said, ah, ignorant people are stupid. They have no knowledge or they are not clever or whatever. And in the same time, by our ego and intelligence, we are judging these people. While we also should look at the limitless of ourselves, we are not unlimited. We are limited. We are limited in our mind. We are limited in by our body. We are incredibly limited. But limitless mind without borders, that comes to higher consciousness. Higher consciousness is a combination of understanding and experience without thought. No, the way I'm looking without at it is yeah. the way I'm looking at it is that in terms of valuing something only you can value only something that you, you can understand the value of. So maybe all those things that we do not understand the value of which are right there available to us I think that we have to start looking at maybe maybe we look ourselves can't understand how do we go about it I think yeah yes but no 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 I want to go further even why do you need to understand something to value it <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, yes. <laughs> there again, there again, your mind is playing you. It, you that's the trick of your mind. You can just value things because they are. And if you judge things like good or bad, it's also your mind judging. Because what is good or bad for you is maybe good, bad or good for that other person. It's the opposite. It's a a mindset it is your point of view it stays your point of view valuing things or not is also uh, part of the mindset unless you value everything as it is then you will come to the consciousness of things 
But I understand very well what you mean, but I just wanted no, to... No, no, that's a very good point that you're saying. Actually, that's a very interesting point. Exactly. That's the way it should be. Basically, ultimately, just be. And be as you yes. are. And let everything be as it is. But, but Stefan, what you have to show us is the, what is the view that you're looking at. Because I want to see that hillside of yours. You have to see that part also, that you're sitting in such a beautiful environment. Oh, okay. I'm on my laptop. Yeah, okay. I can disconnect. Let's see what Burundi looks like from outside. Beautiful. But, but that what is the that what is the town in, at the bottom? So you see Bujumbura here. Bujumbura. Okay. This is full Bujumbura. It's a pity you don't see the other side of the lake. You see the lake on the other side. Mm -hmm. There, there is the the lake. Okay. The view is not clear today, and you see over the Lake Tanganyika. Lake Tanganyika is the second biggest water lake in the world. Okay. So, and you can see across the lake on uh, clear days, but normally today is a little bit cloudy. Uh, you can see till Congo. But how, how big this is it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry? You know, how big is this uh, Bujumbura? How, how many? I mean, in terms of population? Oh, I, I, to be honest, I have no idea, but I think, uh, so total of Burundi is 10 million people. And I think uh, you have to count like 20% or 30% is probably living around Bujumbura. Okay, so quite yeah. a decent size, decent size. Yeah, so the, the problem is that uh, there is an increase of population in Burundi of 6.7 a year. And that is uh, one of the challenges of Burundi. Uh, to to control that because the production agricultural production cannot uh, keep up to that and that's why you can say that uh, there are problems uh, concerning uh, uh, lack of food for everybody another challenge that they have is that they grow always the same things there is no diversity they don't know diversity so they have lack of uh, some vitamins in their food so uh, there are quite a bit of uh, challenges for the country. But what, what kind of work are you doing with them, with the local? I mean, have, that have, you have to know. Okay, so uh, that has to do with my life story. So I was in Belgium doing these cases in court. And then I discovered in a way that court cases are always about uh, having right or wrong. Yeah or to, to win the case or to lose the case, yeah? And, uh, and it was not satisfying me because, okay, myself, I was a good lawyer and as a, I was a good student, so I know I understand law and I can use it uh, for my client. But these are all opportunistic attitudes. That means that... Uh, a good lawyer, with a good lawyer, you have more chance to win your case. And it has not, not so much to do with justice. Yep. This has to do with intelligence, with playing the game. If you're a good game player, you win. But this is not justice. This has nothing to do with justice. Justice normally should be when things are out of balance to come to balance again. And what is the problem of a court case is that one win and the other loses. 
a court case is not a solution. So I started with mediation. Why? Mediation is about bringing people together for me to come to peace again, to come to balance again. It is not about positions. It's about the interests of both parties and to bring them, to assist them to come to balance again. After a court case, you will see that one of the two will feel good, one of the two will feel bad. So that is not a solution. That's why, in my opinion, is that the court case system is also based on an old mindset of humanity. We, sh we should transcend from this mindset to another mindset. This is what I like. Yeah, you're continuing from here now. Yeah. Okay. So um, I went from court cases to mediation because I learned that mediation is more about solutions. Then uh, I, I took really a not easy decision. I took the decision to stop with uh, uh, my registration at the bar. So not to be an attorney at the bar anymore but to continue my life as a mediator. And I even took a break, a break but because many, but, of- But how many years in yeah. practice had you been when you reached this 27 point? 27 years. Uh, wow. And yeah, yes. I was, when I started the youngest lawyer in Belgium, I was uh, 21 wow. so uh, when I was a lawyer. So you always told us that at 48 years of age, you decided this is <laughs> yes. not the way I have to be. <laughs> Good calculation. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, it was not easy also because uh, it's not that I was struggling. Uh, I did quite well, um, but it was really time to change. And um, that's when I went to, into mediation. And then I took a break in Swaziland uh, where I lived in a valley for two years. And I started to study what is peace, what is conflict, and where, where, what, what can we do? What can we do to contribute to world peace? Because the strange thing in my life that I already knew is that I like to be challenged by the unknown and by what looks impossible. I like to be challenged by that. And, um, but but how, did, how did you land up in Swaziland? I mean, suddenly... Uh, yeah, uh, I was uh, representing a group in uh, telecommunications who were negotiating with uh, SPTC. It's the Swazi Telecom Authority. 
And of course, the king of Swaziland uh, has his shares in, in every company in Swaziland, but he is also part of the telecom. So it took some years and, uh, it, and the deal went wrong. So it had a huge impact on my life, private life and professional life because it took uh, a long time and the deal went wrong and I lost also a lot. So it was a break in my life. Uh, then I stopped uh, for a while and uh, uh, I met my wife in Swaziland. So uh, I stayed in Swaziland for two years, but it didn't, uh, how can I say, it didn't work out. It was very challenging, very difficult. And then I left for Cape Town where I studied mediation at Cape Town University. Then there I stayed a while to understand the African way of thinking uh, concerning uh, mediation. But Cape Town itself, it's more Western. You cannot consider it really as uh, an African society. So that's where I decided to leave for Rwanda, where I lived six months uh, to connect with the Rwandese. And also because Rwanda was one of the countries of Africa that is evolving the most industrially. So there is a change going on. But there I didn't feel okay. And I met uh, my wife now uh, who is from Burundi, but she didn't want to come back because Burundi was since 2015 in a very hard conflict. So uh, the president wanted to go for a third term, term, which he did. But now last year there were new elections and there is a new president. So it was very interesting because I wanted to understand why Burundi is one of the poorest countries and why Burundi is one of the countries where there is the most uh, cyclic conflict. And for mediation, that is very important. For higher consciousness, it's very important to understand, for mediation to understand, and for peace to under understand. So all these elements of life that are really my passion, I saw it, I felt it in Burundi when I came here. Burundi, I traveled a lot, but Burundi is one of the most beautiful countries I saw in my life. And the question that I had is, how can a country be so beautiful and people be in conflict? Is there, do you think maybe you can look at this as a pattern? We have to start looking at beautiful places and how they, 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 there is conflict in those places. I look at Kashmir, such a beautiful place and yeah. living in that kind of conflict for so many years. So I think maybe there is a link, Srifan. Maybe this is one area you can be looking at of studying this aspect. But importantly, yes. before that, Stefan, tell me, how many wives, how many countries? I have to keep a track on that. <laughs> Every country. <laughs> I met my wife there. I met my wife there. How many at the end of the thing? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I married uh, uh, four times and I have four children. And uh, how can I explain? This is part of my life. This is part of I am. Uh, I am not a traditional person uh, to, to any concept. Uh, okay, if you ask, for example, my three values in life, uh, I know them, so I know who I am, and I am uh, I accept who I am. For example, my first value is liberty, my uh, second one is creativity, and the third one is compassion. Mm -hmm. So everybody has to decide for themselves and to know what these values are. So. 
then you know what kind of person that I am and what I stand for. So you see, uh, when in some cultures you say like, okay, okay he was married four, four times and you're going to focus on that, then uh, yeah, you will judge me according to your values, according to your religion and, and, and so on. Yeah. While, but, I'm but, just who, while I'm just who I am. Absolutely. But are they, are they running in parallel, the uh, marriages? Sorry? Are they running in parallel? Are they four running? At, at no, the... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because uh, I am born as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm born as a Christian. So, uh, yeah, you couldn't do that. But I call, I don't consider me uh, religious anymore, even more multi-religious. <laughs> because to to marry now i had to accept uh, the quran as uh, as the religion but i explained to the imam that uh, he has to understand that i consider myself as somebody who is a free person but that i respect the quran also as uh, part of my life but for me it's easier to do because as a free spirit uh, you will always respect everything. You respect every uh, religion. So you are not living in conflict, but you are living in harmony with all this diversity. Because also, I studied also a lot of Buddhism, and I consider myself more as somebody who follows the Buddhist path, which is not a religion, by the way. It's a way of life. That's what we say about Hinduism also. That's exactly yes, what we of say. course, they are they are close to each other. Yeah, yes. Close that came later. We came out from. We say it come, came out from Hinduism. So Vikram, you are in competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, but about you have to tell me, Stefan, in terms of reading the Quran, you've read the Quran. Uh, yeah, the, I did, of course, uh, when I had to make the step a few years ago. I did to convince myself that I could do it uh, with all my conscience, so I have no problem. But if you are going to ask me what's in the Quran, I can't uh, at well, this moment. Like, well, the problem that I face in these look at is that basically because it's written in Arabic, to actually be able to understand the essence of it, you have to basically rely on someone's translation and in I a way someone's interpretation. So I felt that was a little bit of a problem, which is a problem in India, in Hindu culture also. There also yes. we have these texts which you can't read in the language that was written. So now you're relying on someone else. Now whether he got the right interpretation. Yeah. I mean, imagine quotes. All the time you find out that this judgment and this law is interpreted this way. So I mean, here you're talking about a religious text which have so it has a very serious interpretation and everything. And maybe yeah. I don't know whether that's a correct way of going about it. I, I don't know how to go about yes. this. This is uh, now we are going in a direction that is also good to to talk about it. And this is about trust. Everybody is created the way he is, and there is this diversity of people. We are all unique. And this is where trust comes in and also consciousness. Like, for example, there is things I don't like to do and that I like to rely on other people. This is also why I'm a person who has no fear. I don't know what fear is. Of course, sometimes I jump when I see a spider or a snake. (laughs) But that's that's for me not the fear I'm talking about. (laughs) So what I mean for uh, fear is for me the unknown. While a lot of people are afraid of the unknown, I am like, wow, I want to discover this. I'm a very curious person. 
But when I don't understand or I don't know, I won't be afraid of what I don't know. I will embrace it. So when somebody comes to me to say, yeah, the Quran, this and this, and, and like you say, there are different interpretations, then, then you depend on the interpretations. I will connect differently to that person. Uh, I connect to people not only by intelligence and by interpreting all the signs that I see, but I connect also, uh, this is what I learned when I was older, uh, not when I was younger, though I understood that I was strange already from very young age. I wanted to understand people, to love people, whoever they are. And then for me, there is three parts. There is not only the intelligence, there is the heart, which is love, and there is the soul. To the soul, you can connect through higher consciousness. These are for me. I don't know if I got them from a book somewhere. This is just what I learned and it's part of me now that I am conscious. There is the tree. Not only intelligence, but also the heart level with love energy and then uh, the higher conscious level of the soul. This, these are the three for me. But the main thing is you said that I was, I thought I was, I was strange. You were not strange. This is normal. Everything else is strange. This is the way it should be. <laughs> what else is there? This is all that we have just to connect. These are the things to do. <laughs> but even the, like, even the concept of religion, they keep talking about what is it? It's just about telling people some nice things, the way they should go about it. And suddenly you make an institution around it. And then you say, you start looking at it as this is mine. This is yours. It is for everyone. It is if someone says something nice, if Stefan says something nice, it is for the world. If I if I say no, now what Stefan says is what I keep and no one else can get it. Only people who I get into this circle get it. That's why I think that's where we went wrong somewhere. It was supposed to be for public good, whatever good things came out. I think but but what about Burundi in terms of the I mean, one is of course religion as such, but what about their culture and there, I mean, look at the way they look at these things about life and all that. What is your experience of that? Yeah, so uh, for the first time, I will be invited to speak about mediation and, uh, uh, and about peace tomorrow morning in public. Okay, not it was always at a conference, but tomorrow is at a debate about the book that I wrote, uh, Return to Peace by Mediation, but then in French. So they, it's Francophone influence here through Belgium, but the Francophone people of Belgium who colonized uh, uh, Burundi. And I mean, not the, it's of course the Belgians with the Flemish, but you have to understand they have um, the, the people who are, uh, who studied, they have a Francophone mindset. So uh, it's a cultural you, thing. You have to tell what is, what is the Franco? What, this Franco yeah, what mind? Frank, so uh, you have the in uh, Africa is colonized by different co uh, colonizer and Burundi is colonized uh, by the Germans and then followed up by the Belgians. So it's a francophone country. People, the second language besides their Kirundi, which is the mother tongue, they speak French. So so they are influenced by the culture of that language. But what I'm saying is that sometimes. And it's sad, it's very sad history because can you talk about culture when for 30 years you have a cycle of violence 
torturing the human minds, the minds of people. So I talked to an anthropologist just last week about the Central African situation. And his father was already a doctor in 1960. So in 1960, this man came to work here and said that already in the 1960s, the Burundians had the highest level of uh, psychiatric and mental patients. And it's not a judgment. The problem is always that we see all those words as judgments, like a Burundian will not like to hear, like, how can you say this? Do you have proof of this? He will try to defend them and say, hey, we are normal. What are you judging us? No, I'm not judging. It is just reality what was in 1960. So that means that there was already a a circle of violence. And what is the problem of our human mind is that we are going to look for causes. We are going to look for who is guilty, who did this. And we are going to look for consequences. And I am convinced myself that this is not a solution. The solution is, the solution is never in the past. The solution is not in the cause. The solution is in what is. What does that mean? That means that what is the situation now? And what would be the best situation? How can we live in harmony? And it is so simple. It is to just be and let everybody be. Exactly. Yes, but you know, there is huge budgets going on now. Huge budgets given to professors to map the history, to look for who is guilty, to look who did what wrong till 30 years ago, till now. So these people are torturing their own minds every day, trying by their minds to find out what happened. But the human mind is too limited to see the truth already in the present. How can you discover the truth in the past? And also the fact, yeah, and the fact is that to, right now you can only maybe find out about some event that happened or whatever to be able to go into the mind of 30 years and to see the situation from that point of view because that's when you get the actual situation which you can't do. Where the circumstances there, there's so many factors which happen. So to yeah. even get a certain kind of a understanding, I think it's a very difficult thing to be able to go into. Yes, that time. and they use it. They use it also to say we want justice to be done. Okay, what is justice? Justice for everybody at this moment means balance and happiness. Why? Why you need justice? Why do you need justice? Yeah. You, you want, in a way, the human mind is, is some who can play tricks with you because that justice in your mind can also just be revenge, yeah. compensation. The moment you look for compensation, it's nothing to do with happiness. The, the core thing should be always, how are we happy? And of course, it's also the mind that wants to be satisfied. But in a way, happiness is also always there. And I always say it's like peace and love. Just connect to it. And you are happy. Just like that. 
example, even the, like you said, even the aspect of a basic feeling of revenge or whatever that comes in will again be based on a very limited amount of information that you can get. It's a, I mean, it's a whole country functioning at a certain point of time. There's so many factors involved, and to pick up a few and then say, okay, I want revenge on this, this, and this. I think that I think this is where I think history maybe gets. Although they say history repeats itself, so that's why we are studying it and all that. But I think maybe that's is where they go wrong. Like you said, let's look at the present and work from there. Yes, exactly. They use, uh, of course, a lot of people, intellectuals say yes, but we, you need to know the past so it doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Okay, and I can use story tell you stories about that. It's just because of talking of the past. You're feeding already this mind. Absolutely. And this mind, the, it will be in the mind already. Like in Rwanda, they are, they are forced to be confronted with the past. They have now also museums and uh, children of schools has to go to the museums to see the genocide. They are confronted with the genocide that happened. So in, I think 92 it was. So th that is a good thing and a bad thing. The bad thing is very bad. Those children are already fed yep. with it. They, they, they see it and it's in the mind. I don't say you have to hide things, but everything has a place in life. But if you consider the past as the present, that's the most dangerous thing that you can do. And what is going on? It is again about consciousness or higher consciousness. You can be an intellectual to try to understand the past. But if you are not conscious, you're not doing anything good with it because you're not giving it a place in the whole, in the present moment, because it has no place in the present moment. Yeah. In the present moment, you, you are busy with the present moment and you deal with what is in the present moment. Tell me all these, all the various cultures and all that you've studied over the years and everything. Please give us things from each of them. The African, the Indian. Indian also, you've been doing a lot of work there, reading a lot. You have to tell us about J. Krishnamurti also. Ah, okay. When it, so I was in New Delhi. Yes, that I was once. Um, the only difference is that I in India itself, normally I connect always with the local people not with expats. I don't let myself be influenced by, how can I say, travel guides and all these <laughs> things of people who were just two weeks in a country and they didn't connect to the local people. Ah, look, I'm eating their food. So no. Uh, for example, when I was in Rwanda, I was six months there. In Burundi, I'm five years, but I lived here for two years without only any contact with expat people to connect to the human mind, the local human mind. So, and this is, this is beautiful. This is beautiful is to connect to people, to their minds, to their heart and to their soul. Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, when you ask myself, where, where did you get what? I can't say that because of course my mind says, this is an Indian guy. And this is a Sikh, and this is another uh, one. This is uh, one of Mumbai. That is one of uh, New Delhi. I feel these differences, of course, but I am not a person anymore who is going to categorize a person. When, yeah. when, 
when I see you now in front of me, I can think, ah, yeah, it's Vikram Singh, okay, and my mind can be busy, and I know where he can be from, and I, I see his hairstyle, I see his beard, so I can categorize you, no. So when I see you, for me, you are just Vikram. Yep. If you would be the president of India, even for Absolutely. me, you would be just Vikram. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the way it should be. That's exactly the way it should be. That's exactly so, what so I do I also. when I see another person from Nigeria, I, of course I know he's from Nigeria, but I'm not busy with that. Yep. For me, Absolutely. people are just people. Exactly. Countries are created by the human mind. Of course, we are all different, and it's good to know that we are different. But by categorizing, but, we make it more difficult to accept. But I think, Stefan, what we have to get it is that are we really different? I think we're all, in a way, connected. and We are similar or same in a lot of ways. It's just that, like you said, the differences could be in terms of the color and the way the person speaks or whatever. But yes. I think, finally, we have to get down to the inside and out there. Are we really different? I don't think so. I no. mean, you obviously you would know better obviously you've traveled much more you've met so many other people from so many other cultures but yes. I think finally I don't think whenever we say we are different I don't think we really are yeah when, when you to... travel a lot you will see that everybody in a way likes to be happy uh, ev- uh, people like to enjoy life yeah. that I must say is the good part for example in Burundi people are really open and they really like to enjoy life but all people do. Only that in some cultures and some places, people are hurt too much or be because of religion or whatever, they won't express it so much. But it's like you say, the essence is that, yeah, we are the same people with yeah. all our qualities and non-qualities, with all our uh, challenges, life challenges. And we are only one humanity. We are only one. Absolutely. And that's the essence. Yeah. We, we cannot look at the world to solve problems by only thinking of our own backyard. Because this small backyard, even if it's as huge as India or China, it's still a backyard because there is the full world. But tell me, Stefan, the fact that we've all gone online now, do you think that one barrier is gone now? That whole concept of us being in some way having barriers. Okay, now you have to take a visa and then I enter this country and that person decides whether he gives me a visa or not. All that is gone now. So are we now being able to create that one one world as the way it should be? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I believe. uh, uh, Yes, because we are in transition. And uh, but don't expect the human mind in general or uh, on our planet to change like that. But uh, what you see and what you believe is that by natural evolution, it will go for the better. It will balance. Because there are, if you see the evolution, because the internet is there, uh, already a long time. I, myself, 98, the BBS system, I think, in that period. Then from 2000, the domain names were there, it went open. The only thing is that people were not using the internet like we are doing now because of Corona. Corona changed some things. Yeah. And it will, it will teach us still a lot. Of course, it's not fun. It's it's a bad thing. People, it's bad where people die. Of course, it hurts humanity. 
But on the other hand, there is always a good and a bad side. The good side is that, yes, we will connect more. Will it change our mindset to a more open world? Not yet. It takes time. But you see some seeds everywhere. Well, I'm you seeing see that. Well, I'm seeing that in front of me because now, because of this whole uh, promotion of mediation and everything that I'm doing all over the world, the connection, the connect that you have with people, there's no concept of which place, what, anything. It's just now you suddenly you connected, and you start from there. I mean, you don't even have to think about anything. So, and you realize that there's so much. I mean, in terms of whatever common is in in between us, that doesn't all these other things that you keep we are told about differences. It doesn't come at all into the picture. So yes. I think we just we have to ourselves just tell ourselves that whatever, like you said, history and everything. This is now history. Okay, this is the way we have been told the world used to function. Let's just forget that now. Be into this moment and take it from there. Yes. But uh, what is the problem? Uh, we can start from within ourselves with how it should go. The thing is that there are all the world systems now, uh, the world systems, the political systems. So the conflict will be now from uh, the inner consciousness, higher consciousness of individual people and the people worldwide uh, will be in conflict because uh, of all the systems we created. So in the end, uh, what I also see is that, that you really have established political systems, uh, established financial systems, established economical systems, and all these things, in a way, they are in conflict with each other. And, and that's not but easy. Stefan, what the thing is, the difference is that I've actually cut myself away from the news. So I don't know what is happening in the world at all. And I'm telling you, so it's amazing. I have no idea. So <laughs> all these issues that all you talk about, that conflict and everything that I, for me, it's a world that I don't even know about. Does it exist or not? So I'm creating that this, this little world of my own. And yes. in that world, only connect to the people you want to connect. So And yes. obviously, the kind of, uh, I mean, the interaction that you have obviously depends on you yourself. You have to open yourself to people and just don't have to, there's no concept of judging anyone, nothing. It's just a one-to-one kind of interaction. That's been amazing. Yeah. I think, I, I think I don't know whether you can do it because you're a part of a very, I mean, the process in Burundi and everything. So you can't maybe... Yes, that get... is something else. And uh, I am connected to a lot since uh, two years now to social media. But from 2014 to 2018, no, two, yes, I had no TV. Very good. You were a lucky man. <laughs> no TV. That no, was when, not busy with it. Yeah. That's when that's when your spiritual development happened. Actually, <laughs> that is when it. Uh, yeah, this is when uh, when I connected, and uh, that also allowed me to develop my my consciousness. Yes, exactly. Really? I'm yeah. telling with these things. All these other things is baggage on you, and you have to. Yeah. Ma- it's, it might be difficult for people to give it up. For me, it was very easy, and this actually actually the pandemic did it because all the every day the statistics. So many in so many this country, so many deaths, so many cases, so many. It just it just got to me. I said, "What are we?" I mean, it's really something to be have to every day of our life keep discussing this only. Yeah. It's happening. Yes, it's happening. I mean, definitely it's happening. But I don't think that we yeah. could get into an everyday basis to do that. So I, I and just and generally there's no, there was nothing much in terms of the news also that I really wanted to hear. So that was that's been a very good thing. Try it sometime. Yes, also, also you, you, when you understand that what you feed your mind with, yeah. 
by your senses, with what you feel, what you see, what you hear, and images. Yes, you feed your mind with it. So you have to understand that it gets into your mind. Absolutely. So a strong mind decides, it's so strong that it, the mind will see this is good for me, this is not okay for me, as a, for my being. And when I talk, it's not about, not about the ego, it is about being, the whole being, not only you, con you connected to the, this oneness of people. There you, you see, oh, I, feed, I don't want to feed my mind with this. When you are in a conflict and you, you, you say, okay, I'm threatened, you learn not to react because you know reaction is not okay. Oh, art it can be not to react because you understand that you will act or not act. And you act from consciousness and intelligence, not only from emotions, not only from intelligence. You act from the whole. Yep, yep. That's where you decide, I feed my mind with this or not. But, but you have to tell me about the influences. One, of course, like I told you, I, you keep talking about J. Krishnamurti and the, his influence. A little bit about that. The essence of all, all these people that I read is that, like Krishnamurti, these people already understood how dangerous the mind and thoughts can be, how, how strong they can be, and how, how dangerous the human ego can be, that they are the cause of a lot of problems. And it is not easy to place your ego aside because you need your ego to live, to survive. Yeah? But we are humanity. Humanity is not the ego of one person or a few persons. Humanity is about the love between people. That's how I see it. Yep. And the moment you cannot make that difference, you will have a lot of struggle in your life. The beauty of life lies in consciousness that you are part of oneness. Yep. And that makes you a free person. Absolutely. That consciousness makes you a free person because you are not limited anymore by the, limit, by the limiting things of your mind. Your mind is limited by your education, by your parents, by your school, by your university. We think a lot that it sets us free. No, we have to understand it also limits us. Absolutely. Yep. And that's why the unknown is the, to lo the love for the unknown is so important. Somewhere I, I, I read it, sometimes I don't know anymore if I read or write, uh, read, uh, was writing something because somewhere is an important sentence. The intelligent and the knowledge of the most intelligent person in the world is nothing compared to the unknown. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. We should stay very humble. Yeah. And to be able, anything is important things to be able to, like you said, even that unknown, that experience that you have at that moment, 
you just embrace it instead of wanting to run away from it that i think is the important part of it yes and and that is also the beauty imagine you know everything to me i'm bored i can be quickly bored that's one of my negative sides so i like to discover i'm so curious i like to discover other i like to meet other people and uh, so systems are difficult for me because they limit me in my freedom and my discovery so uh, that's why the unknown is so beautiful imagine you know everything that's why that is also life one of the rules of life is that everything is in constant evolution that makes you flexible but like again back to this whole concept of the unknown the fact is that the all the prejudices and the biases and everything a person carries with them and when that unknown it, it comes in front of you you want to put it into some category that you already have as a in your system your is like a filing cabinet where do i file it but you find out that is no there is no filing cabinet for this this is totally yeah. a new thing and to be able to get into that and take it from there i think that's yeah. that's the important part which i think people may find that difficult because it's 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 that new for them and if that new thing is there either you run away from it because you don't know how to handle it or like i said you embrace it and you take it with you as you go along yeah. it's, a, it's 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 something that you but, have to what we learn in life that a lot of suffering that we have comes from attachment yeah. so we put things into categories and we attach what we know we embrace it and the, the the human mind is so how can i say is so much fear that we sometime on hold on on things that are bad for us but because we know it we hold on to them while the unknown can bring us the solution and can be so beautiful we're still going to hold on to what we know the comfort zone that people say i think maybe i think what you have to do is maybe not get into this this is good this is bad i mean don't put it into that those categories also should go it, there has to be yes. some kind of it's like a neutral it's not good yeah. or bad it's just it like you said it, it just yeah. is what is, is what that's is that's it yeah yeah and yeah. that's you take it I'm writing like that a lot uh, about uh, to be so it's a book for my children uh, that i will leave um, uh, that i'm writing and it's will call it's to be just to be I, i like it it's so simple yeah uh, and it's so beautiful the beauty of life uh, lies in being so in you wake moment. up in the morning and you say wow i'm alive yeah i mean, look i give you an example right now we're talking to each other there is no script no, i'm not thinking of a question to ask stefan you're not thinking of what answer you have to give so that moment is going into that one as one in in that moment itself so we haven't really we're not creating a path for ourselves the path is being created on its own i think yeah. that is the important part in life in general let the path yeah. come on its own why do you have to think okay this is what i've been told this is how you're supposed to go about it forget all that yeah this i mean look imagine our next sentence is unknown it's unknown i don't know what you're going to say i don't know what i'm going to say to that what you're going to say so it just yeah. it creates a certain path right there which we don't have control over but we're enjoying it 
Yeah. It's not that. Oh, what is Stefan going to say? I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Let it come. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm. I'm also not worried about what question is he going to ask me now. Exactly. Will he? Will I be able to answer it? <laughs> yeah, will exactly. he go into my private life? <laughs> or what will be the consequences of the answer that I will give? Will it affect my life? Is he going to use it? Is he going to publish it? <laughs> what is he going to do with it? <laughs> Exactly, that's what I'm saying. The people are thinking so much around it that that moment is gone. It yeah. could have been an enjoyable moment where you did not even think yeah. about what those other things are, and you could have enjoyed it in that moment with that person in that moment. But no, exactly. I've already thought about everything around it, but that moment. <laughs> yeah, or or even imagine uh, we finish, and then I say. Oof! This interview with Vikram is finished. I'm happy it's over. <laughs> First of all, it's not an interview. Okay, it is a conversation. No, no, I'm joking. I know, so I know, I know. I, want I, know. To, uh, I mean, it's about the energy. Yeah. So when when something costs you energy, it means you are not aligned. Yeah. With yeah. those heart, mind, and uh, soul thing. So when you are not aligned. This is the what is very important is that to live aligned, to live aligned, what you think, what you say, and what you feel, and they are aligned with with uh, energy of love or whatever you can call it. And it is all names of us. Names uh, limit things already. When you just feel, you're not limited. When I when I go to silence now, you go to silence. We don't say a word. That's one of the most powerful things of life. Yeah, yeah. And that's what if we can just understand these basics. It's, it's actually they're so basic that a person then how can it be so basic? <laughs> that is where it comes from. <laughs> oh, it has to be more complicated than that. We must complicate it if it's not complicated. <laughs> no, and the mind will say you must say something. You must yeah. say something. I do it sometimes on conferences, whatever the level is, even high level. I will just so start sometimes to say something and then suddenly stop. And many people feel uncomfortable, but I'm I'm laughing at myself <laughs> because I know the human mind. I like to pull the legs of the human mind. I know the human mind is not comfortable with it. Yeah. So, but we have to. I, we don't have to nothing, but. To embrace this beauty of silence, to embrace diversity in life, to embrace the unknown is amazing. But this whole energy thing, I think we need to really, I don't know whether you can actually ever be able to go into it and maybe even understand it, but there is definitely an energy concept. There is a definitely an energy concept, which we don't really... Can I, can I ask, do you do yourself meditation? Do you meditate? My my meditation happens all the time. I mean, I'm into that mode all the time. I actually never need to actually sit somewhere and do it. I'm, maybe because I'm at peace all the time. So I think maybe that's okay. why. And so my is, on the okay. golf course when I'm on the golf course, because look, golf is one of those sports that you are going to be doing things on your own. You'll be hitting your shot on your own. So you'll be that space is your space. 
Yeah. Although you yeah. are going to be playing with people, but everyone is doing their thing. So that moment also you that much time I get to myself. A lot of time I get to myself while even playing with people. So I think it comes from there. Well, in general, it's, there's been it's like you're at peace at your with yourself. So yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I, I would love to find out what what meditation is all about. Love to, but it just doesn't happen. No, that is conscious meditation, uh, and there is different kind of meditation. When you have the full conscious meditation, for example, you also don't need to sit down. On the other hand, when, for example, things that happen in my life that really touch me, that's the moment I have to go back to meditation. That's a, it gives me a way of dealing with it uh, easier, uh, not just to then I do my meditation. Yeah. I but what what kind of things what kind of things come okay i have two sort of meditation silent meditation breathe meditation so when i sit uh, in the, in my position uh, breathing meditation i have uh, and then i i use also the ale how come i cannot get to it now is the buddhist meditation with the mantras so i have two important mantras uh, that is the om uh, the om mantras that i use uh, Om is the universal sound, but when I'm sick, for example, I don't take almost uh, sorry uh, industrial medicine anymore mm -hmm. because I'm here in Burundi in the rural area. I use a lot of traditional herbs when I when I have something. On top of that, I use meditation to focus on the problem, and then I use a mantra. Uh, I use the White Tara mantra. They call it Om Tari Tutari Turisoa. So I repeat it. So I do the, that meditation. That these are things that help for me. This is important in life. It is this. I will never impose things to nobody. People can ask me, "What do you do?" Like you do now, and I will share it. Never I will say you should do this. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has to find out for themselves. No, but, but let me tell you, uh, Stefan, the mantras are very powerful. Very powerful. Yes. If you can just understand them, I have two, three mantras that I chant. I do that on the way to the while I drive. I keep chanting that that much time. There's one one called I'm sure you heard of the Gayatri mantra. Have you heard? I'm sure you heard of the Gayatri mantra. Yeah, I can. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't like, hate. I also very powerful. Very powerful. Very powerful. Only the problem with the mantras is that you have to pronounce them perfectly. Now, to be able to get someone to pronounce it perfectly, for some people, certain things, they don't, it's not natural in their, the way they have been, they've learned language or whatever. Okay. So that, I think, creates a problem. That's why I don't even tell people to chant it because it's a, it's a very, it's, I, I call it, I mean, whatever it might be, technical or scientific, I don't know, whatever words you want to use. But that pronunciation is very important. So that Gayatri Mantra is very powerful. Okay, some... It's about the pronunciation can be important in that way for the vibration. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. Okay. So that, that part of it is, I mean, to get it, it's not yeah. going to be something that you can, it's not, so a lot of people, it's not easy. Yeah. A lot of people in this world, yeah. I hear, obviously, they talk about the Gayatri Mantra, but I, when I hear them pronounce it, I know it's not being done correctly. And they say that if you don't pronounce it correctly, it's a problem. So, but yeah. there are very, these are very powerful and I found it very good for me. So maybe yeah. you say it's meditation in that sense. For me, this aspect might be what helps me. So yeah. Yeah. two months definitely I do on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. So if people could find out to, to come to the whole, because what exactly is it what you do when you do that is that you disconnect 
from what is influencing you, not disconnect, but you recognize it. It's a kind of other state of, of mind that makes you realize by consciousness and higher consciousness, like, okay, this is affecting me now, or physical or uh, emotional, that you rec to recognize things. That's already one step, which is very, very good. Then to, to, accept, to, to rec recognize it, and then to accept it, because we don't accept what we don't like. Yeah. Then to go uh, to acceptance is another, that's also part of healing, is acceptance. And then coming, this act acceptance will bring you to the whole. So this, uh, it's not affecting you anymore. It is just there, there it is. And there are you. What's the problem? Yeah. Of course, people will say, ah, but it hurts. Ah, I don't like it. Ah, I say, yes. But come to peace. Come to stillness. That is the thing. That stillness is what you said. No? That, that actually is, that is the important part to be able to reach that stillness. And then after that, things, everything then is, there's a different... I mean, the understanding of what is around you to, to a great extent. Obviously, you're still part of the world. You're still part of life. There are things happening around you. So, but how much do you want to be involved in that also? You have to decide. You can't be, yes. first of all, involved in everything that is happening in the world for sure. So, you okay. have to decide. You have to create that little world or whatever you, it might be called, call it little or whatever. Yeah. The mind yeah. can create whatever you want it to create. But I think that yes. part of it is also important. When we react to negative energy, it is us deciding. When we react, we will become part of a negative energy. Yeah. Yeah. When we don't react, we are not part of that negative energy, yes. but because we recognize it. Then when we act, we can take our stillness and we can take our positive energy to do something. And we stay in this positive energy. We are not going to enter in that negative energy. Yes, that's that's yeah. the important part because that this is actually this surprise you tell me. In when I'm now very clear in my, I mean I will go back to golf a little bit. Now when I'm playing golf, I'm very sure that I will only have people who have that positive energy around me. Earlier, what used to happen is someone used to come and say, "Can I join you?" Of course, if you don't know the person, you don't know the person, the person joins you, you don't know about the energy. But if you have noticed that this is negative energy, now I keep, I don't talk about people. I say negative energy, positive energy. <laughs> I identify like that. So I'm very clear. I said, okay, this is negative energy. I'm not going to have this negative energy around me. And it's been really good. Because look, two and a half, uh, two and a half, three hours, you're going to be spending in that space. You don't want that negative energy around you. So it's taken yeah. that point now Okay, I don't want it. And that is a very, that's a very important step, I think. Yes, but you can go a step further and say, okay, you're going to play golf and you are five people and you have four negative energies around you. You can also laugh at yourself. Oh my God, no, I am really challenged. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> I'll, I'll go and alone. Laugh at yourself. Love it yourself, like, oh my God, I'm going to struggle. 
<laughs> I am not going to have Lyra Jacket to manage around me for sure. <laughs> but seriously, but this actually has made a difference. I mean, you just said so. I just I'm just talking about it because this is actually a it's a conscious effort now. Yes. Like, make sure yeah. that whatever time you spend. So that's what I'm saying now. Because you're connected online all over the world, you have people whom you want to connect with, and that's it. You can't. Yes, do- but on the other hand, like uh, myself, I have a lot of situations here in Burundi that I have no choice to. For example, I take a position, and I will be attacked by words, not physically, by words on Twitter, like this and this, and uh, so. I accept uh, there is this negative energy and I cannot eliminate it. I can also not say here in my life, uh, negative people, I don't want them around me because if you see that so, so many minds that are damaged and uh, this is if, as if I would allow this to affect my personal energy, then yeah, then I have to move the country. I have to go out of the country because this negative energy is affecting me. No, what I do is to, com- to, to build up so much energy and to stay connected to the universe. And my energy is not coming from me. I get my energy from the universe. Otherwise, I couldn't do what I do. I, ca- I could not stay in this state. Because then I would be in my ego all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm suffering. Look me here. What is going on with my life? I'm living it with the poorest people on the planet Earth. Oh, what did I do with my life? No, I'm married three times already. I divorced three times. I can be like that. Yes. And it was never my fault. It was always them. I always had a a wrong partner. No, but the no. important thing is, Stefan, you've at least been out there wanting to do things out there for Burundi and everything. So that's that's an important thing. Maybe I have not. I don't have that in me. I'm oh, I'm doing. Look, I'm doing my bit in terms of wanting to do yes. things for mediation. But that part of it is the world that I'm creating. Yes. So I'm I'm not out there into a present physical world, and I want to change things there. So I think that is yeah. there yeah. is a bit bit of a difference there. You... No, it's it's not about uh, that. Uh, I, like when you say I want to change things there, it's true, but it's a, a little bit different. It's more like a servant seeing, okay, uh, do these people suffer? Uh, where can I help? And then uh, it's like servant leadership that I want to uh, promote. Uh, I want to promote coaching, not only mentoring. Mentoring is telling uh, being an example to other people. I don't want to be an example. I want people to bring the best out of themselves, to appreciate themselves and to the be- and add value to their society, add value to their own lives and add value to the other people. And that's it. Which value you add, how you're going to add that value that you have to discover for yourself. For example, if you, what you are doing now with mediation, it comes from you. It comes from your strength. It comes from your principles, your values. And this is what you do. And everybody has such a thing that he, she or he has to discover to do in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No, the main thing is that whatever you want to do at that moment of time, you must do. I mean, it's not that yeah. there is anything, there's a right and wrong that you have to do. You have yes. to, and not because someone else is doing it, so you should do it. It has to come yeah. from within. Whatever comes from within, yes. I mean, this is about work in life in every step of yours. 
it yes. comes from within right now you feel okay you're talking to me in this point of moment of time you might say look i don't want to talk to him so you should you have the, you don't talk to him if you want to yes. you go on for next two hours we can be talking there's no issue i, mean, yes. I think he has to let it flow from what comes from within rather than the whole concept of this needs to be done that is how it should be done that person told me what to do i have yes. to follow this one steps yeah. i think we have to just create our own steps and that's it and yes, not and even also, want, and not even wanting people to follow those steps that's the important part yeah yeah that path that you've gone into that is your path for that that's just that step for that moment for you you don't know what the, the next step is going to go and you don't want anyone to know that this is the step you went through because everyone has to find their own path Yes, yeah. a lot of people want. Okay, I am follow my path kind of thing. Oh, like I say, it's a journey. Yeah, you're walking together. Someone comes in, walks to with you, and then goes off to another journey of theirs. It's a it's it's an evolving concept. Yeah, yeah. But but you have to bit about how when you I mean in Europe being a lawyer there and then the world around you. the kind of people everything around you the, that aspect and then you compare it to your world right now is in africa within burundi what what do you see i mean you have to come up with let me something about that differences and commonalities both there be both i'm yes. sure yes 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 so um as a west the western part of my mind before and all western minds will say talk about developed and undeveloped underdeveloped countries but there there under there is an underlying judgment in it yeah there is a judgment in it because uh you are saying we are developed and the others are yeah. not developed it comes from the same thing that you said earlier it comes to the same yeah, aspect of how yeah, you were gauging it for me it's a, it's a joke eh? sorry to say because if you say of your country we are developed the others not you're judging yourself and the other yeah because in a way they are both part of the world so we have to start to think how can we worldwide live in balance and that's not by judging each other anymore is by understanding we live just on the same pal- uh, planet and this patriotism things like belgium as the good the best football players and uh, the other uh, teams in the world we are number one team yeah that is good this is good busy therapy but it's not reality <laughs> the other point is that in a way it's a big joke because people don't see it as a game anymore no it is their lives yeah, this yeah. team number one team is their life became their lives Oof, yeah, the, way they react, the way they react the way they react to it is amazing then during the world cup and then you see the emotions involved amazing yeah but it's good it, it, it is busy it, uh, you can uh, let out your emotions is about emotions the problem is that it became all commercial it's commercially exploited so people are slaves of money slaves of many systems stefan no, the important thing i'm thinking right now what you what you're saying is when you say developed and under underdeveloped or not developed or whatever i think are we we want to export a concept of development to another part of the world which is it required like let's say a certain kind of highway that you want to everyone should have this eight lane or 16 lane highway 
is it really that is what development is all about where do, where no. do we say so so um, no more and more in the west you see also most uh, stressed people are uh, there is a lot of people who are depressed the amount of depressed system, uh, people raises each year people with uh, uh, yeah with many psychological problems due to to the systems uh, that are imposing a lot of things to to people and then you are in africa and myself i love nature a lot i'm i'm that's why i'm living here surrounded by nature with an incredible open view for that my mind stays open yeah. i'm living here also that my heart stays open i always say to myself oh when i feel my heart close i try to keep it open of course not to damage it but to keep it open not yeah. to be uh, like having a, a reaction of revenge a reaction of sadness keep it open it is not because you are hurt now that you have to keep on hurting yourself the hurt comes maybe from outside but you take the decision to keep that hurt with you for the rest of your life so something bad happens to you it touches you you cannot avoid that something touches you it's normal but when you're carrying it that is a decision that you take I so the west and the, and and africa here i'm very much close to nature though people also don't respect their own nature anymore because they are cutting trees to earn money to make fire to cook so there is a lot of unconsciousness that, but there is unconsciousness in the west because we don't respect nature enough we 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 hurt nature that's the problem of probably climate change i don't know i'm not a scientist so there is a lot of challenges when it comes to nature and sustainability of life then in africa we are still close to nature very close to nature but we have other challenges so i won't go back to the industrialized or to the west certainly not with the mentality there we should become more human again yeah. more human again i mean by that respecting nature knowing your place again as a human being we gave too much power to money we gave gave too much power to many things that have nothing to do with life and this is what you what i discovered again in africa in africa family is important uh, yeah human beings relationships are important and there are other challenges and this is the beauty of africa is that you are very close to these beautiful things in uh, in in life you want to take Sorry, it take I... it yeah you can take that no take it's okay no no it's okay this when i answer this is a too long talk <laughs> and uh, so uh, this this is the thing on the other hand uh, that is also when we talked about culture in africa uh you maybe you also heard about ubuntu is that you don't live alone but you live through other people yeah in many places ubuntu they don't know anymore what it is they will they will use ubuntu just because it's they can commercially use it in the world and and they will talk about ubuntu but they don't live it they are well they can be very egoistic and ego and ubuntu doesn't go together it's two different thing two this different aspects so 
And this is good about connecting now locally, is that what you read and what you read in the reports and what is uh, in, in uh, reports of systems, like even United Nations. I meet people of United Nations. They are here for three months, up to two years. I've never seen any person connect to local people to live between them. They go from their office to their house in their big cars. Mm. And then they are in a system. Then they go out of that system to visit a local community. So when I open my door here, I don't know if there are people now. So I, I'm living with them. I don't have to take my car or whatever. So I don't know if there are people outside. So you see, so you're straight away in the rural area. Mm. So you, there is children playing up there. Hello. You see now, I don't know, uh, uh, I didn't look at the time. So the kids, they are playing up there and they are uh, supposed to be poor kids. So I live with them. I know I, what their challenges are. I know how they are and they will behave differently when they see people are coming from an ONG because they know they will have to need to have a poor attitude to, uh, to cause this sympathy <laughs> uh, uh, or pity that you feel pity with their poverty. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And you know why? So how can you live like this? I say to them, where is your pride? And this and this, I say pride is also, of course, uh, it's two sides. But when you live here, it's beautiful. I don't see these people anymore as poor. I see them as people. Yeah, that's... And if they have challenges and I can help, I will help. I think the main thing, the branding that you have, like you just said, poor, that whole concept, first of all, it doesn't exist. Like, like I said, if I look at the richest man in the, on the planet, I am definitely poorer than him then what a person whom otherwise I would think economically is poorer than me in terms of percentage of wealth, I will have what this fraction of a way of that person of the richest man in the world's wealth. So the other person whom I otherwise you people would say is poor will have much more in terms of percentage of wealth than what I would have from there. So I think it's just that these concepts have to just go away. But the important part yes. is the other, the rich and poor in terms of value systems and all that. Yeah. Those, those are the yeah. things that we need to value. When I read, I like again go back to that. I, I actually believed that with the pandemic and with the all the nice thoughts going around, I really, I don't know. I, I mean, I still feel maybe that thought is still there. But when one a person, when a person goes into that real life situation and in the, on a daily basis, that existence, maybe those things go at the back of your mind. I don't know what happens because the thought came to everyone. It was like a universal thing. Everyone is talking about all the nice things and connecting with people and good world, beautiful world and everything. So it's, it exists somewhere. It is there in people's minds somewhere. It's just that the way, like, if to be a developed country, then you have to have development. So to de do development, you have yeah. to put, do a lot of things which maybe you, uh, you would not want to. The way you spend your life, the day, everything. Yeah, 
the the thing the development when it can bring uh, you more wellness or well-being yeah. in your life that's okay so the criteria should be not wealth or whatever because in all the world there is wealth but there is not everywhere well-being. So the world sit, needs, humanity needs to sit together and be f- more focused on what is well-being. How do we feel good? How do we feel comfortable? And not and, and understanding, of course, also that bad feelings are part of life. But to come to the essence again of being. Exactly. And not being controlled by concepts, concepts like money. Money, money is created by our mind. It can go from one day to another. Absolutely. The value of money can go down in one second. In Absolutely. one second, it can just go. For example, if you would take away money now for me, it wouldn't touch me at all. That's it the way wouldn't it touch yeah. me. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. That part, I think that's very important. I think that part to be able to even, but the point is again, the fear of the unknown. What will happen if that goes away? So the person is not going to put themselves into that position. But if the yeah. person goes into that position and sees that, look, that if there's not too much importance of that money that everyone's told you about, you have to put yeah. yourself there. How do you and do of it? Of course, it is important. It is important, like you say, for the systems to and to work and to exchange. So it is, of course, info- important. But it is not the essence of life. It shouldn't touch the essence of our being. And the problem is, it's touching a lot everywhere. And this is also touching Africa a lot. Eh? If you hear the people in power, they are sick about money. Eh? And not everybody always, there are exceptions, but many people in power everywhere I see are a lot uh, focused on that. And that's sad. That is the sadness of humanity. But the only advantage right now is that the concept that you're saying in terms of development, there are things in terms of infrastructure and all, which obviously have to happen, haven't happened. But this might be a good time that people don't go into that same path. Where what we called as like you just yes. said the developed countries went to go through because yeah. ultimately it's the mind that is yes. the most important. So I think that that is where yeah. an opportunity lies for you. Yes, we have to spread that. Yeah, and thank you for reminding me that. You see, that's why the lies the interest of uh, a conversation is that uh, you can you learn from it. You can learn any moment, and this is true. You are reminding me when they are so-called developing is also not to step in some traps we did from our side. We can learn everywhere. We can learn from them. They can learn from us. And most you learn from experience through mistakes. Mistakes help you a lot in life. Definitely. But the the, the important part is that there are certain kind of good things and everything that is available, that is knowledge available in every culture. But yeah. it, that doesn't spread as much as you would want it to. For whatever yeah. reason, that does. I mean, that, that is what you have to maybe look at. Why doesn't that goodness spread? All yeah. those good values and everything, which, have, is, which, is, which exists around us. It's all there. Yeah. There are good people around us all the time. But yeah. the fact is that whether that goodness can spread. 
or maybe yeah. i think the point is to be able to just connect with the people that you want to connect to find the goodness in that is that one way of going about it that there is a limited connection that you make in life and whatever in, look everyone will have their gauge of goodness is not there is i don't know we have to really go into it whether there is a universal goodness or is there a that also is subjective i don't know yeah so that part of it we have to get into but i think we just have to create that kind of a connection maybe that's one world that one person creates you create another world someone else creates another world so there be a lot of yeah. different worlds in the same world could be yeah <laughs> but there but there will always be one world yeah <laughs> and that that's uh, the beauty of it yeah no but i'm telling you if sometimes you want to believe that look that there there is that of course that universal goodness and everyone will come under that umbrella and the world will be really the wonderful yeah. world that it is but i yeah. think that by itself sometimes maybe it's not the right exercise to do sometimes i really feel that okay there are different people they have their gauge and they why should their gauge not be the right gauge their gauge is in terms of goodness is their gauge they someone might not my find me good perfectly all right i will find someone else good whom i will not i think that energy, maybe those energies are also person specific obviously there are some people what i would call negative energy is energy that someone else wants that yeah. definitely they will play with that person because they want to play that that individual exists in society so i think yeah. maybe that part of it also maybe we'll have to just tell us or find out or maybe look at that there are positive energies for individuals and maybe there is no universe is there a universal positive energy or what i don't know what do what do you think yeah these are all outer mind concepts because even of peace peace is in a way uh non conceptual non conceptual so that, that means that we can try to describe it it's like love we can try even even life yeah everything everything you can try everything. to describe it but we are too limited to describe concepts that are beyond our minds that is what we have to understand also Absolutely. there is nothing to understand about it it just is yeah and the main thing is do we really want to help someone understand it i think it's about feeling it and when you experience it you experience it Yeah. i can't make you experience something i can give you 50000 words about it but i can't make you experience it i mean this I, was the this was the beauty of yidu uh, krishna murti when he wrote or when he spoke uh, yeah even he spoke and then it's written he was always questioning yeah so can we discover together what this and what this and how do you see and how can we do and how can we see and how can we analyze and what is it was constantly questioning in a way it didn't give answers yeah that that's amazing that's absolutely. beautiful absolutely and that's the way that is the right approach because the moment you yeah. start giving answers sometimes you get caught in those answers and then you say okay i gave that answer now this is the way it is but no maybe that is not the way it is because in the next moment you might find yeah. there is another way it is yeah. a different answer so yeah. i think that the concept of being able to evolve on a moment to moment basis i think that yes. is where the beauty lies yeah. and i'm not yeah. stuck with the last sentence i gave 
those guys i told no. stefan that no now i am stuck with it now for life every time i meet stefan i have to Or stick to say, this you say you said this yes. you said this <laughs> exactly oh my god really <laughs> so that part of it people look again the aspect of ego comes in i said it yes. now i'm stuck with it if yeah. that basic concept doesn't come into your head look you at that moment of time thought that perfectly all right and you actually thought it and that you thought was the correct thought for you yeah. well, no problem but that next moment can change it so you can yeah. move i think that part of it in terms of peace obviously you are doing the larger peace thing i'm not i mean i'm those are much larger concepts that you are developing but for me yeah. that part of it uh, not the larger one in the very small little limited life that i have in that i just feel that let it just do, do not get stuck there if, and if you don't get stuck the kind of relationships you can create it just comes so much easier yeah then like you said there is hurt revenge all those are because you are not being able to move beyond that moment yes it's frozen yeah. in your system and if it's yeah. frozen in your system you will you, look whatever you might say oh heal and everything that's still there if it, it doesn't exist because the next next moment took it away from you and you moved into something else there is no concept of hurt if you get yeah. we okay you can look back and say oh yes that if someone asks you oh, yes that did happen but that's it it should not go beyond yes. that yes yeah it's beyond the mind yeah so those are i mean of course okay. these are things which we have to keep discussing stefan this is not going to end this conversation no, that no, no. everything is by the way in evolution and yeah. what we think today we don't necessarily think tomorrow exactly and that is i think that is where the beauty lies that you can actually sleep today and wake up a different person and maybe process everything you did no problem you process everything that you did during the day i'm sorry yeah. but leave it to the subconscious mind yeah. your conscious mind is it does is not that powerful a processor to be able to take care of all that we actually mm. believe i think this is where the difference lies we think our conscious mind is the thing and the subconscious is something there but it's not powerful enough or whatever i will do my calculations in the cal- conscious mind but that processor is weak there is a stronger processor there in the subconscious let it do its own calculations it give you a end result and don't question that end result yes yeah right? i think this is the important part because once that end result comes from that subconscious mind you think no now i based on what my conscious mind is i will dissect it i will do this you will never be able to reach it's like quantum quantum computing that's quantum computing that is totally different speed it's done millions of calculations in one second you conscious mind can't do that so that yeah. end result just take it as it is it gave it to you yeah. right now i'm talking to you there is a lot of process whatever might be happening for that one sentence to come out i'm not controlling it it comes out because some there's some calculation something must have happened that why the output of that word came let it flow i think the the problem is people something comes out and they start questioning it and you can only question based on only limited knowledge that you have limited exposure that you have so i think that yeah. i think you need to let it flow yeah this is very important this uh, that is part of acceptance uh even to accept what you don't understand yeah exactly <laughs> because until you that understanding can only has a has limited parameters what do you, yes. what do you mean by understanding what first of all language 
if i understand a certain word that is understanding but i don't understand a lot of words in this world there's so many languages so many ways people communicate i don't know all that so to say i understand language itself is a problem in yeah. the english language if which which is what i have learned is only limited vocabulary that i have i don't even in that particular language i don't have enough vocabulary so how do i understand so that thing understanding on various levels i mean this i'm just saying language but there's so many other factors so so to able to say that i understand by itself is like huge how do you yeah. say you understand you have to know so many factors in it yeah it's not as easy as it sounds no exactly and but, but also sometimes not as important as it sounds sound. yes it's absolutely intelligence intelligence is not always that important as it sounds yeah yeah because look everything there is i mean whatever you might call it emotions or outlook of life various things are happening which you right you correctly said earlier that the gauge the society puts on certain things that wealth money they put a certain value to it so you are looking at that aspect but happiness has this value there is a value to it how do you how do you say that whatever i mean can you put it in terms of rupees or dollars or whatever you can't if a person has in terms of the infrastructure or the material goods that society creates that these are things you should have if the person doesn't have that but is happy i think that's good enough because that moment the person that moment the person lived in that happiness you can only strive for it you can say okay once i accumulate this 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 i will be happy mm-hmm. but that's a point of time when you reach there you'll ask yourself that whether you will or will not but instead of that someone says in this moment you can take happiness but you can't take all those material goods that you thought will make you happy you can't do that i think you would you would want to trade for that yeah would you that future it's like yeah. future is like stocks like shares it's future trading in that future it will become high the value you don't know it's going to become high or not yeah but the the, the thing is that the ego uh, uh, driving the human mind uh, of course lives on that lives on these insecurities created by itself to yeah. just to be busy but there is a, the mind is also sometimes a busy therapy machine it wants to be busy all the time doing things so they create their own uh bad things but they won't say it's bad yeah if you want really if you are rich and you want some and you are bored and you want some stress and uh yeah then good play on the stock exchange is great to be busy with i did that of course i did everything that is probably possible but <laughs> well i had that experience when i was when i was in college itself i realized that these things you you sell a share today you might make a little bit of money but if for the next 5 years you will still look at the price and say oh shit i should have exactly. kept it <laughs> yeah exactly you will make you can even make so much profit like 35% one moment on two weeks which is a miracle of course you were just lucky it's simple but imagine you sold and it went up even more yes and if you would have sold at that moment you would have made 70% profit and the human mind is like this it won't focus anymore on the 30% it made exactly it will say oh my god i could have made 30% more so yeah so he's actually That's saying true. that he's lost money <laughs> not made that money <laughs> <laughs> amazing 
<laughs> yes, the human mind will say with so much focus on this money. Oh my God! And what's your problem? Did you lose money? Yes, I feel like I lost money. I actually won thirty. Yes, exactly. But I lost another thirty percent. How? Yeah, I could have made seventy percent. Yeah, please come on. So that and that is not only about that. This is about many aspects of life. That the human mind is like this. The human mind likes this busy therapy, likes this negativity, likes to complicate things. Imagine in some people who consider themselves intelligent, and then you come with some concept that is very simple. They, uh, one day I was pleading a course in case, a uh, case in court, and uh, the judge said to me, Master Dukopelnikov. This case is so much more complex than the simple way you are explaining it. <laughs> and you know what I answered? Do you want to understand what I'm saying? Or you want me to be so complicated you won't understand anything of what I say? Yeah, it actually is like that. Things are so simple. Luckily, luckily, luckily I could make that joke with him because the judges, <laughs> local judges know me that I am like that. But imagine, Ale, come on. The, the, the thing to solve complexity is to simplify. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually... It, it, and to, to be humble to... and simple. Which, which is actually the things around you, whatever the circumstances around you and the person you are. It, it is actually very simple. You just have to go down and keep, keep all those complications and everything that world creates around you, just put them aside. Not difficult. Yeah. Not difficult. But to be, look, finally what it comes out to is that there is this world which wants you to be put into a certain mold. Okay, yeah. this is where you have to go. And if you do, you have to decide that you want to go into that slot or not. The moment you get into that slot, yes, you're in. But if you can actually be able, you're able to tell yourself, look, I, I am my own slot. And I don't want yes. anyone else to be me. Yeah. I just want yeah. to be me and let everyone else be them. Yeah. And that transaction of that moment is what is important. Because I'm not trying to make you me or you, I don't want to become you. I just want to be we're all unique by themselves. And that's the enjoyable part. Yeah. That's the enjoyable part. Exactly. This is the most beautiful thing. To yep. just be yourself and let the others be themselves. Absolutely. Yes. And then find this richness of this diversity of everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but only thing like I told you in that is that can you don't, do you want to connect to everyone or not? For me, at this point of time, my concept is whatever, wherever I find positive energy, I will only connect there. Yeah, I, but I think even the this point of view of this kind of mindset that you have now or feeling even combined with feelings, that is also sometimes temporary because uh, it, uh, myself, I find it sometimes a challenge how to deal with negative people and how to live with it, even surrounded uh, by them. And uh, yes, and Im because imagine there is no positivity anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're the only person who is still positive. How long <laughs> will you be able to live in that situation? So the, yeah, the, the, yeah, then you go into that whole thing that look for goodness in everyone and all that. No, you don't have to look for goodness in everybody. Fine. You don't have to do that. You have to just connect yourself into yourself. And, and what this is, if it, because 
still what is negative is you judging it as negative. Mm, that's interesting. That's an interesting one. You are saying, oh my God, this is an annoying person. With him, I'm not going to play no, golf look- anymore because he's bringing negative energy to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you, this energy, it's you judging it as negative because you are experiencing it as negative. In that sense, what I'm doing, I'm actually sensing. This is, I don't know whether some kind of a sensing <laughs> that you do. It's not really actually, di- again, like I said, no, no dissecting because my own conscious mind might not be able to dissect it into why. But yeah. if that whole, there is that, I mean, that, you just leave it to what your mind, that point of time mind feels that, yes, this is negative energy. Perfectly. Yeah. Your mind is saying that, let me not push my mind into something which it doesn't want to be part yeah. of. Because I have to yeah. take care of my mind also now. Hard, hard body, board, my mind, body, soul, and everything that we keep talking about. But the mind, it cannot look. The physical distance between people only the the brain can say, okay, you whatever way you maybe explain to yourself, okay, I have to be close to this person in whatever sense I have to be. But yeah. the fact is, the mind itself can't stay close or go away from someone. The body has to take it there. So why should I push my mind towards something? It's like magnets. It's a repelling. The magnet is repelling, but I keep pushing them together. It's not. They're not going to attract to each no, other. That, that I agree. I don't say that. Uh, I, when I was talking about this situation, it's like a situation that is not under your control. Because if you experience negative energy from outside, it is not under your control. You can maybe think you can change that negative energy into positive mm-hmm. energy. But in the end, it's not under your control. You can try to do that by staying positive yourself. But on the other hand, it's so much easier is to just recognize it. And for myself, I always say, ah, Stefan, I'm looking at myself. You don't like this person. Look how you're reacting. You're feeling it in your bones. You're feeling it in your mind. And I'm laughing at myself because I recognize myself and see myself. Like, ha, 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 there is the ego. There is, there is the person, Stefan, who doesn't like this. And then, yeah, my consciousness says, okay, uh, this, is, this will pass. You don't, okay. have to be, you don't have to stay with that person all the time. You don't no, difference here, do... no, Stefan, the difference here is that I actually, I'm not putting anything to that person. I'm not saying this is good or bad. The person I'm not getting yeah. to. It's that sense of energy that at that point of time, what I get. I, I was look this example of the magnets. I'm telling you, if I yeah. find that this is an opposite pole, that these two minds. Mm-hmm. Let's, we're talking about the mind situation. Now these yeah. two minds, one one mind is repelling the other mind. Okay, mm-hmm. this happening there. It can feel it. Those minds can feel it. But mm-hmm. I have to keep pushing them together only because the bodies physically in that space are there. So the bodies are there. So the mind also should be there and they should be put together. I don't think that that's what I'm trying to say to put it in that sense that every mind doesn't have to be put with every mind. No. Some minds, yeah. I think yeah, just exactly. need, and they'll find yeah. their own mind to be close to. I'm not saying that they look, it's not, like I said, there's no concept of some universal good and bad. 
it is relative to what you think so that person yeah. will, will have its own good connections and the good energies that yeah. they can find you will find yours that's one way of looking at it or are we going to say that there is going to be some universal goodness that everyone will find i don't know you are more yeah. into that part you are yeah i'm also not going into to that now um because that's another uh, another uh, aspect uh, of life and uh, yeah that is anyway it's it will st- always stay upon the view that you have the mindset that you have while things just uh, are as they are so yeah and that's the most important thing absolutely Okay, I see it. So uh, here yes. it's one thirty. Yeah, I see. But time for you to have lunch. For me, it's yeah. tea time. Yeah, it's good. Tea time good that you know, because my uh, my wife already came two times to say. At least I should have met her. You should have said hi to her. Why did I know? Yeah. Why was I not introduced to her? Yeah, yes. but uh, there are down here. So I'm on the top floor with my view, and down here, and there is already visitors there. And okay, no, okay. But that's wrong. Actually, just because now we are communicating on uh, screens. it means that the other world around us we should not introduce ourselves to that world oh yeah but uh, i will go there <laughs> i will go there now this, this you have to know that for everything is a time and everything is part of life everything is part of the world so. okay so i think yeah. time for you to go for no lunch problem. and we'll have yeah. a conversation anyway we should meet keep meeting you don't become so busy okay your book writing and all is okay but you have yes, to keep yes yes yeah. but when is the launch when is the book launching the so the it the launching is not official yet because i do it with some authorities the thing is that uh, the this is french institute heard about uh, my book that is ready and not launched yet but they said okay we do a monthly uh, meeting a cafe literaire they call it it's like uh, a talk a talk show uh, about the book but for me as you know me now the book is not that important they asked me this month is free and i said okay i will come and i will talk about my book to be launched about mediation and peace because this was so important that there is the platform to speak about peace so and there will be media so yeah and i'm here to contribute to peace so yeah not everybody knows the concept of peace uh, what peace actually is what is a peace of mind what all these questions and then the process of mediation integrated in this different aspects of peace personal yeah, I, peace society yeah because this by itself i think is an important we should we should discuss this at whatever whenever you have time i think we'll do another thing with mediation this yes. whole book of yours and what your thoughts yeah. there i think because i think we have pushed you a little too much today Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so, a doof. Yes, okay. exactly. Take care. <laughs> Have a nice day. Oh, yeah, thank you very much, Stefan, for taking out so much time. Yeah, see you. It was a pleasure. Very nice talking bye. to you. Like Take always. care. Bye. Bye. Yeah.